Beto O'Rourke with how I hold this microphone. <laughs> Welcome to a visitor's guide to Springfield. <laughs> Simpsons Welcome back, podcast. jackasses. The Simpsons podcast where uh, Greg Bach. That's me. And I'm myself, Greg Bach. And myself, Jay Tyler Menz. Watch an episode of The Simpsons. Greg's never seen it. And I love the Simpsons, and we talk about that. And you know, you sound things. so just like me, 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 me. I'm drinking beer again, so we're we're a little clustered, yeah. clustery. But uh, yeah, hey, welcome back, happy 2021. Happy 2021. We're uh, right now. The polls are being decided in Georgia again. Yeah, for real. They're leaning. They're leaning. Yeah. They're, they're leaning one way or another. <laughs> Is that your political? You know, <laughs> Those polls, they're leaning uh, one way or the other. You just can't get around it. You know, most so. polls, they lean away from Germany. Gooey. Okay. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> hey, you know what? As a Polish person, loved it. It's it's because I called them poles and not Polacks. Is that why? Oh, mm-hmm. is Polak a racial like a bad racial? It's type? a slur. It's a slur. Okay, but is I mean, it? And, like- and when I say slur, I mean I don't think I know a single Polish person who gets upset about that. Okay, anymore. that's what I feel it, like. It, I the echelon like, of slurs, it's not. Yeah, exactly. It's low. It's low, and it's like if you call a white person a cracker. Like, if you get angry about being called a cracker, you need to find better things in your life. Yeah, for sure. Like, finding, like, really good artisan crackers. Yeah, or, like, uh, like something with Asiago in it. Can we just talk about for a moment? We'll, we, we'll, we'll get to the episode. I promise, everybody. Triscuits are the best cracker. Uh, hands down. I mean, it is really, when you think about it, like, it's double the cracker, but because it's more of, like, that... It's it's more of like a a, a basket weaving type of thing. It's a I don't know frosted mini wheat for people who don't like sweets. Yeah, I mean it's just so good. it's perfect for dipping. I mean I could it's the only bread based dipping product that I'll put into hummus. I don't even like pita chips anymore, but I'll really? I fucks with Triscuit. Dude, I'll just I'll fucking raw dog Triscuits just dry. <laughs> right? Just like I feel like I'll get the hit if there are Triscuits at home, I can eat that whole box, so I have to be very cognizant of how I eat those. And it's like, all right, I only take four. Yep. And then I'll like and then I'll hold it to see how much it weighs because Bridget always buys them, so I know she wants them and I don't want to take too many, but I want some of those Triscuits in my face. Have you had the Triscuits minis? I think they're called minis. They're smaller. And they're a little finer in texture, but they're coated and caked in like really tasty, like powdery, almost like a, like a Dorito type powder, but not like nacho cheese. Like it's like, you know, garlic Parmesan or like, you know, like balsamic and olive flavored stuff. They're so good. No, I've never had those. Have you ever had a Triscuit Maxi and that's where you take five Triscuits and you shove them in your mouth at once mm-hmm. and it's just one big Triscuit? Yes, I have. I've also had the type of Triscuit mask, Maxi where you just put them in your underwear. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I should have known better. Uh, also, you know, on, on the opposite side of that, if someone says, you know, we have Triscuits and then they hand you Wheat Thins instead. I don't know why people think no. they're interchangeable. Wheat Thins are just terrible. Wheat Thins are... The poor man's Triscuit. They're not even a Triscuit. They're just, 
they're fancy cardboard. But you know, we could talk about this all the time Wait, on our okay. on our next uh, top three crackers. Go, Triscuits. Uh, the top three crackers. Triscuits number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say uh, Graham number two. Graham's good. And me number three. I'm third cracker. Okay. Okay, that's good. What I What's go, your third? I go Triscuits. Yeah. I go Cheez-Its. Ooh. Love a Cheez-It. And I know as a vegan fella, you don't really do the yeah, Cheez-It, yeah, yeah. I love a Cheez-It. It's not that I don't love them. I just don't eat them. I mean, right. I, 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 I respect Cheez-Its. Third, Keebler Club Deluxe. <laughs> Excellent cracker. <laughs> And welcome to our new podcast, A Visitor's Guide to the Nabisco Factory. Uh, all right, let's get to the episode. I, I Sorry, everybody. Hold on. I don't ever yeah. know okay. if I can tell you this. My grandfather worked for Keebler. He was a truck driver for Keebler. And he would bring us bags. <laughs> and we'd be like, Grandpa, where'd you get all these cookies and crackers? He'd be like, they fell off a truck. Don't ask any questions. <laughs> you know, in a moment where he could have... I still woven think. a yarn of a of an elf coming out of a tree saying give these to the youngsters that you love most in your life instead he paints like a 20s mafia I, story well i will forever be in debt to the teamsters for that <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why i'm pro union yeah <laughs> that's yeah. that's the teamster so it all works out <laughs> so five and a half minutes later let's talk about the episode radio bart radio episode Barts. 13 of season three radio radio what it, i mean I, I say, what do you think of this? Like, do you like this episode? Yeah, this is a good episode. I, I think it's a fun one. It's, yeah. you know, it's not, it's not one of those big, um, I don't think it's anyone's favorite episode, no. but it is definitely like one, it, it's got some good moments in it. Um, the Lisa dancing scene in the very beginning has yeah. since become a very popular gif. So, um, you know, it's, it's got a, it's got some real good stuff in it. I, I thought it's got some really good lines in there. It's got some very good jokes. And also just, I think when it hits the point where he does the well gag, which we'll get to, I like how it turned. It just sort of stopped all the fun little stuff here and there and really made it a story. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think that's as long as the story could have been. Yeah, that one wasn't going any longer than it already was, for sure. Here's what I think, though. This is really a great example of The Simpsons keying into popular culture at the time when they are really starting to become really relevant. Mm. Um, relevant? Relevant. Why did I say relevant? Relevant. <laughs> well, two beers in, I'm making up words. Uh, relevant it's so like they're just starting to become really relevant and they're like really plugging into popular culture because baby jessica would have been happening in the early 90s so that Uh, that actually happened in 1986 oh really Mm -hmm. i looked that up because i remember that when i was a little kid so it would have been still in the zeitgeist though like people would have been aware of it um, and there are a couple other uh, things that happened throughout the episode as well. The you know Chuck E. Cheese scene, Chuck E. Cheese was just starting to become. Yeah, my God, the, Wally Weasel was. I mean, just Wally Weasel. Oh my God, the song. So good. <laughs> the, I mean, I wrote down when 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 the when the band was playing for Bart. I wrote down. Uh, it said this is a this band is like a bad Tom Waits cover band. It's nightmarish. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Did you? Well, we've talked. We've talked about 
Chuck E. Cheese on this podcast before. We did, recently too, very right. recently. I told you a story of how my friend punched a guy at Chuck E. Cheese. That's right, yeah. But I'll never forget as a child the animatronic band. I remember Chuck E. Cheese running around and kids pulling on his tail. And I remember that was the only time you saw the whomever was inside the suit be mm-hmm. non-character. They wouldn't say anything, but they would turn around and kind of do this very like, no, like they'd wave its stupid little paw. Like you, I will be respected. I, I went to Juilliard. I remember peeking behind the curtain in the showroom as a kid and seeing all like the animatronics and then turning around and seeing Chuck E. Cheese walking through the showroom and thinking, he can't be there. He's back there. <laughs> so what we're trying to tell you here is Chuck E. Cheese is a lie. <laughs> I'm like thinking that, oh, no, those people just stand behind that curtain and wait. Yeah. For it to start. But that's a, that's the our other podcast, the Chuck E. Cheese cast. All you can, oh, my God. The Chuck E. Cheese cast. <laughs> Absolutely. What would we talk about on the Chuck E. Cheese cast? We'd have to eventually, like. Showbiz, pizza, Chuck E. Cheese. What was the one place you south? Oh, uh, there's Showbiz Pizza and there's Happy Joe's Pizza Parlor. Sounds like a place where meth is sold. Happy Joe's Pizza Parlor. It's an Oregon Piper Pizza-esque place. We've talked about OPP as well. Still going to go there after uh, this is all done. (laughs) Plotting my return to OPP. But I think... uh, yeah, so this is a really good example of like them plugging into popular culture. So they've got uh, a bunch of things happening. They've also got the song, which kind of uh, parodied what it, the, we all we are the world. Is that yeah, yeah, that, celebrity celebrity singalongs featuring right. Sting. Sting. We have Sting as a guest. Wasn't the their original pick for the episode? By the way, did you hear? Did you read about who that was? No, I did not. They asked Bruce Springsteen. He said no. Mm. So they. But he eventually was on the show, wasn't he? I mean, it's he has been, Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Gordon was number two. Mr. Gordon Sumner, we former school teacher. Something you and he have in common. I didn't know that. Former school teacher and prodigious lovemaker, just also, like you. We both fuck for hours. Yeah. <laughs> and we both hate the police. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, no, joking. <laughs> I saw the police reunion show in Milwaukee years ago. It was really good. It was great. Oh, At one I point, would, I tried to calculate the combined age of three men on stage, and it was somewhere around like 180 years between the three of them, and they rocked harder than most bands half their age. So, But I was going to say, one of the things I really liked about this episode was the fact that we're once again dealing with a moment where Homer wants to relate to you know, be in Bart's life. And he actually says the line he is, I'll buy his love yet. Like it's like a callback almost to the ideas. Like this is not, this wasn't a one-time thing in that one episode. Oh yeah, for sure. And the fact that he just like in his mind, he wants Bart to be happy. He wants, but he doesn't want to, (laughs) he wants to buy the happiness. He doesn't want to like, you know, do the work. What I, yeah. Right. Yeah. What I did really like though, is that, Homer was very excited about 
the gift that he got for Bart. Absolutely. And I would be too. I mean, you know what? I'll say this. When when Bart threw that gift down, I was pissed yeah. because Bummed. one, that's a fun gift. Mm-hmm. That's a fun gift. And it actually was one of my favorite lines in the commercial for the microphone. Uh, Homer's watching it and the guy's like, you know, like, hey there, ladies. And Homer just goes, ooh, he's going to get some loving. <laughs> I also love when he calls the hotline and says, oh, yeah, I hear you have limited stock. Are there any left? And the guy's like, yeah, uh, we've got a few. <laughs> and it's a whole yeah, like, house full. That was, a, I don't know. I think that would have been a fun gift. It would, I would have enjoyed it as a kid. Totally. I mean, you give me the ability to talk to people through a microphone as a little kid. I was so beyond top of that. And the fact that Bart of all people thought it was dumb. Yeah, the fact that really pissed me off. Playing with the label maker, Mork, also pissed me off. Like, you got a label maker, or you've got this. That's a great gift. It's a handy gift for a 30 plus year old adult man. I got Bridget a label maker for Valentine's Day one year, and she was so happy because all she wanted was a label maker. That's great. That's great. This guy right here for the win. Yeah, yeah. Not for a 10 year old boy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, if it's. Okay, stop right there. Okay. If you're a ten year old boy and someone gives you a label maker, you're not writing property of Bart Simpson. You're writing fart. Yeah, but yeah. You're making I'm probably writing eight zero zero eight. Yep. Or just boobs. Or just boobs. I mean, I got my own label maker. I do what I want. That's but right. yeah, I thought it was very weird that he didn't like the gift. Yeah. But I guess to serve the story, he had to not like the gift and then eventually like the gift. Sure. It's like those bratty little shits who, no matter what you do, no matter how, how cool the thing is, no matter how absolutely cool the thing is, whatever it is, mm-hmm. they're like, it's dumb. Yeah. Those kids suck. They're yeah. the worst. It's like when you own a cat and you get your cat a nice toy for Christmas and it likes the box better than it likes the toy. Or like when you get your kid a present and they like the box better than the toy. Yeah. 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 Cats and kids are stupid. True. True thing. I've got both in my life. Greg has neither. So who's the smarter (laughs) person on this podcast? Oh. Oh, wait. I'm the smarter person? Yeah, Yeah. 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 You are. Yay me. With regard to the label maker, my favorite line with that was basically when Homer's looking, like gets up the next day, he's like, oh, there's only one beer left and it belongs to Bart. <laughs> yeah. I Pretty thought that great. was a great, I thought, I thought it was a great use of label maker. Mm-hmm. All right. Absolutely. And then I would have put my label maker down and I would have played with my microphone and my AM radio. Right. I don't, I don't get why he didn't like that, but I do like that he figured out why, you know, maybe this is a pretty realistic episode in that it took him a minute to figure out how he can cause trouble with it. Yeah. And like, let's not forget too, from the moment he starts liking that microphone to the moment the episode's over, everything he wants to achieve in life, whether it's using the microphone or the things he can't do in life because he's stuck in the well mm-hmm. are all terrible things. Right. Yeah. I mean, it almost takes me out of it a little bit on how shitty the kid is. I get that he's supposed to be mischievous and I yeah. get that he's a brat essentially. Dennis the Menace. Yeah. But it also just feels like he is going to be a criminal one day. Uh, yeah, I think that's the that's the point though is that he is going to be a criminal. He's, you know, he's not a good kid the good kid in the family is clearly lisa and uh bart's just the jackass bart bart is is little homer 
And I think that's where, where for me, it's it's hard to, it's hard to watch the show to a certain extent. Be, and 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 what's funny is that like it's a cartoon. I shouldn't care this much, <laughs> but because I see him as a little punk scumbag, and that like he doesn't care. And I know he's ten, so please don't write letters. But it's also just like when you give him. I don't know. He has redeeming qualities. The kid is, I mean, he's, you know, but it's just I was, that whole episode. I'm like, you just, just leave him in the well. Nobody likes him. They made it like painfully clear in the episode. He is the least favorite. Not that's just the least favorite child. I think the least favorite person in, in Springfield. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. As, they were more that. willing to, to rescue a fake child. <laughs> after that last reporter leaves, there's no one left, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just Homer who wants to save him, which by the way, I don't remember. I, I they were started digging yep. to get him out. Yep. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Just get, get like two really strong pieces of wood, tie rope together, drop it, bring him up. Like it's so much easier than destroying property. Yeah. I don't, I think they, it's probably like a baby Jessica thing. Cause they dug her out. But I think that like they had, well, oh God, I don't remember. They, now. they I, dug her out. I listened to a podcast about it recently. <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Podcast <laughs> has spoken. That's a good name for a podcast. Podcast has spoken. It's the definitive oh, truth on truths. The podcast, your podcast of podcasts. Uh, oh, wait, rebrand? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mel Brooks should have a podcast called Your Podcast of Podcasts. Oh, God. He could just tell stories. And I don't even care if they're the same stories every week. That's all it would need to be. Oh, my God. When Carl Reiner died, I was like, protect Mel, protect Betty, protect Dolly. Yep. There are old, beautiful people in this world. Get them all and put them in a bunker of safety. Protect Willie Nelson. Yeah, right. I don't think yep. he's doing well. Yeah, he's, well, he's smoked himself silly, too. So, but, yeah, so they started digging. And that was actually one of my favorite gags of the whole episode is they start digging and <laughs> forget who says it but they're like i think it was homer he's like i don't know why i didn't think of this before <laughs> they just start digging and i'm just and, and and when groundskeeper willie is sitting there going oh i gotta help with this like oh i love that we get to see willie like just jacked willie yeah. jacked i don't know if you've noticed i don't know if that's been in this i've seen i've seen pictures of it over the years like they show him like with a shirt on and he's like it's stick thin and then he takes his shirt off and he's it's such a reoccurring gag because, yeah, he, like with clothes on, he's got like overalls and like just a little paunch. And then like yeah. without, he is just like the most yeah, – he looks like a professional wrestler. It's so – it's such a funny thing I'm for him to be. really surprised at this point there isn't a groundskeeper Willie wrestling character from the annals of WWE because it just seems like something a, a buff that Scottish. should have happened. There's definitely been buff Scottish guys. Oh As, no! I mean, there's 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 Seamus. I mean, I, I think he's Irish. I'm sure. But I'm talking about now. I'm talking about the, a character where it's like, all right, you're a groundskeeper by day. Oh yeah. But by night, you are a kick-ass WWE or superstar. You're the janitor. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they have, and I'm sure, and I'm sure there are people out there who are going to be like, well, if you remember back on that today, thanks. Just to prove how little of a fan I thought of wrestling I was, but uh, how many I mean, janitor wrestlers have there been? Or just That's like something you can probably with like Google. Auxiliary jobs. Because like they've had like the once again a new word made up by Tyler Menz. Auxiliary, auxiliary. 
auxiliary. Yeah, people with those type of jobs, just like side jobs that get pulled into the ring. Have there been many of those? Oh, you mean like someone who actually is a janitor and they're like, hey, big guy. Not even that. Like just someone who's like just playing a janitor and then gets like the big cut like, oh, I'm going to sweep the floors. Yeah. And then one day gets pulled into the action. Uh, I can't speak to that. I can tell you that the way they introduced the wrestler earthquake was interesting. It's sort of the sort of the same way where they I, I don't even remember who it was. And once again, my wrestling friends will be quick to tell me how much I suck at memories. But uh, it was about like an, a wrestler doing push ups and they were like, we need to pick a person. And I remember watching this as a kid. Mm-hmm. We need to pick a person from the audience. And they pick this guy and he comes out. And you're like, yeah, just like he's a guy in jeans and a t-shirt and he's sitting in like the, you know, the nosebleeds and comes on down and sits on this guy's back to do some push-ups to like prove his strength. And all of a sudden the dude just stomps on him. This big dude from the crowd stomps on him. But it was all part of the, the thing. He became earthquake. He was a, he was a, he was a American sumo wrestler, came to the States, WWE signed and went on to be a huge star in WWE, an amazing wrestler, very agile for as big of a dude as he was. He's gone now. He we lost him a few years ago. He was a good guy though. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, like that, like that idea of just like it, it. And so to the point now where like anything that happens where someone from the audience makes it on the into the ring, you're like, okay, well, this clearly is not a surprise because yeah, if yeah. you ever want to see something crazy, Google fans being beat up by wrestlers at wrestling shows where they try to get in the ring. Oh, is that a real thing? That's like, what, yeah. People will like, people get a couple, couple beers on them and they'll try to get in the ring or the, you know, something. And they go to town on these people. They actually get beat up. Oh yeah. They beat the shit out of them. Oh, that seems like the type of guy that would get drunk at a bachelor party and go up on the stripper stage yeah. too, though. <laughs> oh. And get like, just like, punched in the face with the titty you know (laughs) oh black eye that smells like vanilla um (laughs) you say black that smells like vanilla i did i totally did i don't even know if i'm proud of that statement but i'll take it it's incredible <laughs> uh, I gotta say though, my, I think my favorite line of the entire show is when so Bart falls down the well, mm-hmm. and and by the way, I noticed that when he's trying to go down the well, I don't know if you notice this, but when he's trying to retrieve the radio, yeah, they're playing this really like broke ass version of Axel F from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Did not. Yeah, it's like a, like you know if you like da, 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 oh, like that, but then it's like it's like I'm like, wow, you clearly did not get the rights in yep, time. Afford it. Yep. So like when he goes, he falls down there, and and Marge of course is upset, and you know what are you going to do for my boy? And Chief Wiggums <laughs> says like you know, budgetary problems. He's like your boy picked a bad time to fall down a well. <laughs> And that's when yeah. we find out that the city essentially hates him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Also, I don't know if you noticed, Wiggum still has black hair. I did not notice that. Yeah. He, uh, also didn't notice the uh, circumference joke as well. That was really funny. Like, our, the well uh, is only 30-something in, in circumference, so uh, all of our police officers can't fit down there. Yeah, absolutely. 
great uh great gag i still like the uh the quick gag where they're uh bart's like oh i'm getting cold down here so homer throws the sweater down and bart's like it's too big and homer's like you'll grow into it (laughs) (laughs) just like the casual if you don't come up i don't care i i got you the good gift i don't need you anymore exactly exactly yeah all in all a fun episode though Uh, yeah I, i i enjoyed it i mean i don't know i think that and and i know that that you know, 30 years later, I, they should be writing for me. But just the idea that Bart's so scummy, I don't want him to stay down the well. And I don't, I of course don't want the character to die. But I'm also like, I feel like the things that they were saying about him, I sort of was uh, identifying with him. Like, yeah, the kid, the kid fell down the well. Not only did he fall down the well, no surprise, he fell down the well because he was playing a prank about a kid falling down a well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I I think uh you know it all resolved itself though, right? Of course. If not, it'd be weird. As it does. <laughs> Could you imagine thirty years later, Bart's just still in the well? Oh. But like the well is like a weird upside down where he is aging at the same rate of the show of like every episode is a day to him. Oh yeah, and he's like the Ron Howard. Uh, narrator in Arrested Development, but somehow he's just like recalling things that happened to him before. What if this is the last episode? Well, what do you mean uh, the last episode? Like, what if they did a weird thing where like Bart fell down the well and everything that's come after that, Bart's been down the well this whole time oh, and everything dude. was him recalling or him imagining what was going on. Exactly. See, I would totally get down that. In fact, if it doesn't exist, that's our theory. That's our conspiracy theory on The Simpsons. There's some weird everything post this episode is all taking place in Bart's head. There's there's some weird uh there's some weird theories about what's actually going on, but uh yet yeah, time warps are definitely involved in some of them. Oh, I'm sure. You got I mean you can't just you gotta be inventive. Yep. In, you know, applying a conspiracy theory to a child show from the late 80s early 90s not a child show a family show that was very much an old man thing to be like it's a cartoon it's a kid's show child show get off my lawn anyway yeah so yeah no and so now i will only speak about this show in context to This is the episode where Bart imagines X, Y, and Z. This whole show from this point is now in the mind of Bart Simpson. So, because well, think about think about this. Think about this. For they don't age because Bart has no idea what anybody looks like. Right. So all the stories are told from the point of view of what they look like because that's the only memory he has. So there is a and there's an I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. An actual theory, Greg, uh, because there's later. Later down the line, there's an episode where um, Homer goes to space, I think. Yeah. There's, yeah, I think we talked about this. I think we might have. But there's an actual theory that Homer, when he gets back, somehow gets pulled into a coma. And everything that happens post that is actually what you're talking about. Like, just him. It's a fever dream. It's him imagining what's happening. So I, I like that, the idea of possibility and that like, I think it's that, funny that Homer goes to space. It, it, it makes me think, well, no wonder why fans left this show. 
Oh, but the homebreakers to space, like that's got to be an episode in season like three or four. Oh, that's really? Be coming up, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, he goes to space, and I think potato chips and ants are involved. I'll let your mind stew on that. Gross. I remember correctly, but um, but yeah. So th- that and that would also explain things like Nelson looking like Barney, and um, you know, there's a lot of weird Mo having multiple first names. I don't know if you know that. What the character Mo has? It's it's Mo. It's it's always Mo, but it's I think in um, well the episode the Cheers episode. She called him um, Morris. Oh, I see. Mo stands for multiple first names. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. I see. But okay. In a, in a different episode, it stands for Momar. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, we'll get well, to that when we get to that. I will absolutely ex- accept no other theories than Bart stuck in the well and has created the world as he sees fit from the bottom of that well as he's slowly fitting into that sweater. I'll take it. Yeah. And you and I, we are sending our love down that well. No, I'm not. Fuck that kid. We are sending our love down the well. (laughs) Did you ever watch the We Are The World video? No. Okay, you should just watch it and just pay attention to the entire cast of singers and then there will be just one who stands out out of all of them where you just think to yourself, huh? Is it Bob Dylan? It isn't. No, no, no. No, it's not. No, it's not at all. No, it's not a it's not who it's not like, oh my gosh, they got the lead singer of Slayer. It's not even a singer. Oh. It's just all that you're watching all of these superstars of music of the mid eighties, like like giants of music, and then yeah. this dude, and you just say, I guess you must have given someone a ride. Huh. Interesting. I'll have to check it out. I remember was Tyler Bob, just yawned. Sorry. I two beers in and two children uh, <clears throat> getting a little foggy. But uh, Bob Dylan, is Bob Dylan in We Are the World? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Or is yeah, I he in so. the Christmas one? There's a Christmas one too, right? I think he's in all of them because he cares. I think I remember seeing one where Bob D- I like it just pans across Bob Dylan and I'm, he just looks I'm pretty sure it's We Are the World. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I've seen parts of it. We'll have to check it out. Cuz I think there's out. a point where he's just like Yeah. Right. <laughs> why like why why Bob Dylan? Yeah, we don't get sued by Quincy Jones. You know what? Actually, I hope he sues us. Good yeah. promotional. Take us for everything we're worth, Quincy Jones. Yeah, I'll give you my car. You can have it. Needs new tires. You can uh, have this uh this PS4 game I rented from the library. <laughs> you can have Tyler's kids. Um just just the big one. <laughs> and on that note, where can people find you, Tyler? Uh find me at on Instagram at jtylermens or if you want to watch me cook, uh Big Dumb Cooking Show. And uh, on Twitter at J Tyler Mens as well. Cool. Greg, where are they looking for you? I am Greg Bach on all of the social medias that have me on there. So go ahead and search. Find me somewhere. Maybe the Twitters. Maybe the TikTok. Maybe the Facebook. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you're local and you want to see my barbering work, Greg Bach Barber on Instagram. What? Or I realized at Ortiz. Yeah. 
Brothers. Ortiz Brothers Barbershop, formerly Jose's Barber Extraordinaire. New name, same attitude. There you go. I like that. And uh, I miss cutting your hair, buddy. Well, you'll cut it as soon as I I can get vaccinated or whatever. Yay, yeah. Yay. Until then, I'm cutting myself. I look like a skinhead. It looks terrible. I wear hats all the time. Um, <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, you know, you do soon what you enough. need to do to get by, my friend. That's right. Uh, you can find us, uh, Visitor Guide Pod, on Twitter. Follow us there. Become yep. our something th- follower. and uh, Or send us an email. Visitors Guide Podcast at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns, complaints, thoughts on the show, thoughts on uh, what you'd like to see happen, things going on your. What are your conspiracy theories? What are your theories on what's going on in the show? We're just just general conspiracy theories. Ooh yeah. Oh, I had a I heard a good one the other day. Yeah. Yeah. There's this podcast called Winds of Change. Do you remember the man Scorpions? Yeah. So there's a theory that the CIA wrote that song. Yeah, I heard that one. It's there's a whole podcast series about it. It's really fascinating. See, the thing is with conspiracy theories, I'm at the point now where if it just sounds cool, I'll believe it, and it's innocuous, like the CIA writing wind of change. It doesn't change yeah, anything. Yeah. I'll believe that. Yep. Flat Absolutely. Earth. Go fuck yourself. Right. Yeah. 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 That's that's dumb. But so. I totally believe CIA could be like involved in psyops using a West German. <laughs> Air metal band. Wow, psyops! Look at this guy. He's, he listened to a podcast about the CIA. Going down a real rabbit hole. Okay. Uh, all right, all right. We're gonna get out of here, but yeah, follow us, subscribe to the show, let us know how we're doing, reach out to us. We love you, Tyler. Great. I love you, man. You too, buddy. I love you too. And everyone else, get fucked. <laughs> Jackasses. Bye, guys. <laughs>